Get ready, get ready for this pipe and hot tea. Get ready, get ready for tea time and filter with your girl loving tea. Spilling all this hot tea on this podcast street. So get ready, get ready for this pipe and hot tea. Bottle tea time and filter with your girl loving tea. Hey, tea sippers. I hope you guys are doing good today. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. And I got my girl, Emily, in the house. Emily, how have you been? I'm good. I'm doing good. All right. It's nice to have you back here. So it's been a lot of mess going on in these damn social media streets, honey. (laughs) (laughs) It's been so much mess, but we're going to go ahead and get into it over the next 30 to 40 minutes. So... Now, over the weekend, Erica Banks, for y'all who don't know who she is, people call her Meg the Stallion's so-called replacement, like 1501 tried to replace Meg the Stallion with Erica Banks. And Erica Banks can, you know, she can rap a bit. Um, she was doing her thing on TikTok when her video went viral. Um, so Erica Banks, the Erica Banks that we knew, you know, she's really short, um, just had a regular shape, you know, a regular body. And yeah, then she's regular. Course, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just a regular body. Then Uh she went and got the video vixen female rapper package, right? Which is getting the lipo, the BBL, the big old, you know, breast implants. So, you know, now her shape is, you know, popping. She's walking through the store, ass looking like two hams. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Looking like two roast hams, honey, okay? (laughs) Is definitely feeling herself. And, you know, her new BBL, you know, looks good. It looks good on her. So, you know, we was all, you know, okay, clapping for if that's what you want to do, by all means, you got the money to do it. If that's what makes you feel better, do you? We have no issues with plastic surgery, right? Right. But all of a sudden, it seems like that damn, them two damn hams done went to her head, okay? The she's, she's <laughs> pigs fight to get out. Right. She's having what I call the BBL effect, where people get BBLs and then it goes to their head. Um. So... Over the weekend, she took to her Instagram page to let people know that um, she's not going to go to the club with certain people. If you're not thick, if your body is not, you know, proportionate and looking snatched, if you're too skinny, you can't roll with her. So let's go ahead and watch what she had to say here, Emily. So let's check this out. Ain't a certain type of look. If she don't look how I want her to look physically, I don't want her to go. Because the look of everything is so important to me. Like, if she ain't thick enough, nope. Her not did good enough, nope. Can't dress, nope. <laughs> uh, skinny, nope. <laughs> and it's like, I don't feel like I'm discriminating. I just want a certain type of look. She could be the sweetest girl I ever met in my life. But if she don't look the part, I don't want her to come. Like, that's just not the vibe I'm on. Now, she can come to the cookout. She can come to the listening party. But the club, I feel like got to look a certain way to come. All right. So, y'all just heard what... Yeah, so y'all just heard what Erica had to say. She says that she feels like if you're going to roll with her, especially to the club, you got to look a certain way. So, how did you feel about that, Emily? I felt 
feel a way about that because one, I tell people all the time, I don't know how to dress. I'm not really a styler like that. I can't dress. I just wear all black. That's all I can do. But um, one, starting out, Erica Banks, I feel like of all people should know what it feels like to get roasted for the way they look because they clowned that girl on her body. They clowned her teeth. They clowned everything about her when she first came out like she was. And I'm not saying this is my opinion, but this is, you know, on the Internet, she was the short, fat little sister. You know what I mean? Right. And. And I'm sure too, so I'm not saying that she was, but I'm just saying that was the internet's perception. When you compare her to a Lori Harvey or a Jada Waiter or a Kylie Jenner, she did not have that bad bitch Instagram aesthetic. So I feel like the nerve of her to say that, it's very, um, very low vibrational for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it just boggles my mind. Now she got her body done. Now she really thinks that, you know, she can talk shit like that. And I under, now had she said, look, when I go to the club, I want to, I want certain friends that like have a certain energy. Cause we all got our friends, you know, our club friends, our mm-hmm. friends we go shopping with. I could get that, but it wasn't even on like your personality, the energy. It was just totally based off of how you look. And then people go around with that mentality and wonder why they don't have any genuine friendships, why they got nothing but chaos in their life because all the friends that they're picking and, you know, giving all their information to and confiding in, it's all based off their looks. It's very vapid. Exactly. And that's what you see a lot of times on social media when you see like what they call the baddies clicking up and going out. A lot of those girls are not genuine friends. A lot of them are only together because of superficial shit. We all have our body done. We all got a big ass, little waist, big titties, you know, teeth, new veneers. You know, we got the baddest lace fronts, nails. You know, we all have a certain clubby aesthetic look. So we're just going to pull out the whole bad bitch section. But once the lights come on and the and the music is over, they all go their separate ways a lot of times. They're not friends. And a lot of times they're in competition with each other as well for the men's attention in the club. And for me, I feel like when I go out, I want to go out with the funnest person. I want right. to hang with the folks who are most turned up, who are going to have fun, because I don't care. Times is hard. So if I'm spending money to go to a club, meaning I'm buying an outfit, buying shoes, getting my hair done and all that stuff, I'm not about to be in the club a wallflower, you know what I'm saying, or just sitting down the whole time. I like to party, dance, and have fun. That's I mean, you done kicked it with me. That's how I kick it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, even when I had my boat party, shit, we was dancing the whole night. I want people who want to turn up with me, who want to have a good time, because life is too short. So my thing is, if you're so bougie that you can't even go out and let your hair down because you're so worried about how you look or who's watching you, that that's not my type of crew. I do not like like, out with girls, and the only thing they do is just sit in the club all day on their phone and take Instagram pictures or selfies. Right, they'll twerk for like maybe 10 seconds to a song, post it on Instagram, and that's the whole experience. And I also think this really speaks to her self-esteem, because it's, it's the cheerleader effect. She feels like if she's with a bunch of girls that look a certain way, that's going to make her look prettier. She's going to blend in with them. But if she's with girls that, you know, aren't like these bad bitches and, and whatever, that that's going to bring, you know, her star down. And like I've said before, it don't matter who Beyonce hangs out with based off of the way that they look. Beyonce's going to be Beyonce no matter who she's with, who she's around what her, you know, background or her entourage looks like. So that really speaks to her self-esteem, the fact that she needs people to look a certain way so she can feel a certain way. Mm. Now, that's really interesting. I hadn't heard of that before, the cheerleader effect. 
So, but that that is very true. Where sometimes you'll see girls where they feel like there there's they think one of two ways. Either they want to be the pretty girl in the clique, so they want to hang with more mediocre women that don't really uh-huh. threaten them, so they can be you know that pretty alpha girl. Or else they'll hang with only like girls who look a certain way. Like, let's say, you know, they're all, you know, really cute so-called baddies. And so this person might be mediocre. But if I hang with a bunch of these, you know, aesthetically pleasing women, then I will blend in with them. We'll just all, I'll be pretty just like them. Because I know they can't really hold that same candle on their own. Yep, exactly. That's what it is. A bunch of girls get grouped up together. Um, and they all look a certain way, so they kind of all, you know, sometimes when you hang out with your best friend for a long time, y'all kind of start looking the same in a way, Mm. y'all dress the same, all that, so that's kind of the cheerleader effect, or they'll say, okay, it's a bunch of girls grouped together, and from the outside, you know, from a distance, they all look cute, but once you get closer and start looking at them, (laughs) you know, they don't all look as good, (laughs) it's like a group effect. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, like like you said, I can get if there was more things like to me, her whole conversation was very superficial, especially being that somebody before she got her body done was very just basic. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody ever was like, oh, that's, you know, she's the next baddest looking female. She never I never heard that tied to her name. But now that she's got her body done, I do see people praising her more. And so, of course, you know, when you change something or whatever you're self-conscious about, you change it and you start feeling good. You know, granted, your self-esteem is going to go up. Your ego may go up. But you have to check that because, again, if it took for you to get your body done to raise your self-esteem and make you feel a certain way, that's not a good thing either. You should be getting your body done because you want it done. And, you know, it's just something you want to fix. It shouldn't be the Band-Aid to give you confidence and make you feel like you're a better person now, you know? Right. And I think uh, I think she does have very low self-esteem. I don't know if she got her body done because she wanted to, you know, she succumbed to the pressure or she just wanted that look. But also, I will say people like Erica Banks, you know, when you see if you were to see her in person, I'm sure she would be real cute or, you know, pretty shape, all that stuff in person. Everything once it gets moved to social media if you are not perfect, if your photos aren't edited, if you don't have everything down to a T with the best angles, people think that there's something wrong with you. When in reality, just like with, for an example, Britney Spears. Britney Spears always posting stuff on Instagram and people think that there's something wrong with her when really she's just natural. She hasn't had a lot of surgery done to her face. Her photos aren't edited, you know, to hell. She's just a regular looking person. If you were to see her in person, it would be like, oh my gosh, what a beautiful woman. I think the same thing could be said about Erica before she had all that work done. But when you put that on social media, it's a completely different ballgame. Yeah, that is very true. You know, social media definitely adds that pressure where people's, you know, pictures have to be perfect and, you know, the aesthetics, the hair and, and all that stuff. And it can take a toll on you. You know, when you're always having to keep up with other people and you're always comparing yourself to other people, that's why I always suggest to folks take social media breaks. Now, with that being said, I also want to say this, that I feel like you should move with certain people when it comes to wanting to elevate yourself. So today's show sponsor is brought to you by Dipsy. So what's your summer fantasy? A whirlwind romance in Italy? Getting wet dancing in a warm rainstorm? or maybe an unexpected summer fling. No matter how you want to get hot and steamy this season, 
Dipsy has a sexy story to indulge you in all of your fantasies. Dipsy is a full app full of hundreds of short, sexy stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can find something new to explore. For listeners of my show, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go on to dipsystories.com slash sip slow. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go on to dipsystories.com forward slash sip slow. So once again, make sure you go to dipsystories.com slash sip slow and enjoy. Meaning this. Like we always say, looks fade. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? People get old, child, as you get older, you gain weight. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you're just not the same person that you were in your 20s, in your 30s, 40s, 50s, etc. But there's nothing wrong with hanging around like-minded people. Meaning, if you want to better yourself, if you want to be around so-called boss bitches who are making business moves, and I'm not saying these chicks have to be millionaires, multimillionaires, but maybe business owners, women who are entrepreneurs, women who have goals for themselves. That really should be the type of people you want to hang with. You want to hang with positive, like-minded go-getters. And when you're dealing with those types of people, guess what? They come in all shapes and sizes. Because Absolutely. Wealth, wealth is not determined by your looks. Wealth is not determined by, oh, is she's the prettiest girl or the thinnest girl or the tallest girl. There are some of the most ugliest people out here physically. And guess what? They are rich as hell. Okay. And they don't flaunt their riches either. You would never know. Hell, some of there's a guy in Memphis. This man is one of the richest guys in Memphis. This dude walks around barefoot. A lot of people think he's homeless. You would never know. Some people who really got it like that, that got money, money, they don't flaunt their money like that. They're almost kind of frugal when it comes to that. Exactly. And that's why you want to be careful with who you, you know what I'm saying, like how you treat people. You don't want to disrespect the wrong person because imagine, you know, let's say hypothetically, a girl who may not be as bad walks up to Erica and is interested, you know, in hanging out with her, like, hey, I got an event. I would love for you to come. But Erica's turning her nose up because she feels that girl isn't, you know, aesthetically pleasing. But that girl could be, you know what I'm saying, could hold, could literally be a CEO of a company making more money than Erica and 1501 combined. Yep, very much so. And, you know, I'm not really like a club goer these days, but I I will say I believe people of all shapes and sizes go to the club. You don't know who you're going to meet there. So it it seems kind of silly to think of, oh, this is the only type of person that I'm going to have around. And also another thing, people like um, like to people who are relatable. They like people who are humble, who are down to earth. That's why I loved uh, Glorilla's new video and all her videos. And I think that's why a lot of people are feeling her. I could be biased, but, um, you know, you yeah, <laughs> I could be biased, but I noticed in all her videos, she's got all her homegirls with her, and they are all all different looks, all different shapes, all different sizes. They are turning up, they are having fun, they are having a good old funky time, and nobody seems to be worried about, oh, well, this girl doesn't have a BBL, or this girl's titties ain't done, or her teeth ain't done, or anything like that. They're just having fun, and she's tearing up the charts. Yeah, and I think that's what, 
I, I think that's what people do like because I remember there was a conversation over the summer where people were telling Glorilla that she was too skinny. You know, well, you're skinny like Coyla Ray. You need to get your body done. And Glorilla came on and said, I don't care what y'all say on social media. I'm not getting my body done. I've been skinny my whole life. I'm cool with my small boobs and, you know, my smaller ass. I'm fine with my shape. And so a lot of people were praising her for that. And that's why I also always praise Coyla Ray. And it's sad that people are dragging her online now and calling her olive oil and all this nonsense. But there's nothing wrong with being skinny. Like, everybody is not thicky thick. And you know what I'm saying? Before I get my weight, you know what I mean? Get, you know, with age and stuff. I was a part of the skinny girl committee. I was bony for years. You, even after I had my kids, I was like super skinny. I was always under 130 pounds. This is like the biggest I've been in my life. You know what I'm saying? But- <laughs> <laughs> you look good. You look good. Everybody, you look good. I'm like 125. I'm like, dang, it's weird having, you know, say the extra weight on me. But it's like, I just hate the fact that people feel like it's okay to skinny shame all the time and make fun of skinnier women. And not everybody who's skinny wants to be thick. And some people can't gain weight. And that's okay. And it's like, if we can praise women who are thicker, women who get their bodies done, women who are, you know, as big as Lizzo, right? Plus size. I was just about to say that. People have all types of undue praise for these body types. But then with the skinny women, and yeah, maybe back in the day, skinny was in, right? But nowadays I see people constantly taking shots at skinny women. And I just think at the end of the day, we need to accept people's body shapes for who they are. Like, stop trying to change people. Stop trying to make Lizzo be skinny when she don't want to be skinny. Stop trying to make Glorilla get a BBL when she doesn't want one. Stop telling Coyle Ray to gain weight when she's comfortable with who she is. Just let people be, let people live their life. Just like if Erica wants to get her body done, kudos to her. I think her body looks really good. I thought her, you yeah. know, in that dress with them two damn hams hanging out. It was <laughs> cool. I said, okay, Erica. You know, yeah. so I think people should do what makes them feel comfortable. But I get, I really get tired of the skinny shaming. Yeah, it's very uh, hypocritical because, you know, if, if you were to body shame someone who was on the bigger side, and I know a lot of people's argument is is that, you know, desirability has always been aimed more toward thin bodies. Um, I also think that, uh, you know, and then once you, if you were to say something about someone bigger, you're body shaming, but everybody likes to, you know, just as like a consumer, everybody likes to see somebody that they can relate to. There's skinny girls, there's bigger girls, there's thicker girls, there's so many different women, even, you know, different shades, different hair. Everybody looks different in the world. That's what, you know, one of the best things about living here. Everybody's different. Nobody wants to look the same. Everybody likes to have someone that they can look at and relate to. There are girls that are very skinny. And a lot of people think that if you're skinny, it's just because you're anorexic or, you know, you're bulimic or you got some people, like you said, they cannot gain weight. I've got friends that have tried for years to put weight on and it is a struggle. It's just as difficult for them to gain weight as it is for some of us to lose weight. Mm hmm. No, that's the truth. So, yeah, I think people just need to accept people. But Erica really needs to change her way of thinking because she's going to miss out on getting to know some really dope people. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now let's go ahead and segue into this conversation. I want to talk about this whole Meg the Stallion, the baby situation. So last time we heard from the baby, he wasn't able to sell out a show in New Orleans. <laughs> they had to cancel his concert because nobody was buying tickets. They weren't buying what he was trying to sell. Uh-huh. And so he just dropped a new song, and the song is called Boogeyman. And in this song, basically, the baby is rapping about um, Meg the Stallion. 
and he's rapping about how he basically fucked Meg. So let me go ahead and play this clip for you guys real quick here. Check this out. You play with me, that shit was childish. The day before she say the Tory Lane shot, I was fucking on Megan Thee Stallion. Waited to say the shit on my next album. Hit it the day before too. But I kept it play, ain't say nothing about it. Had a pretty boy, boy, but tweeting me ready to die by the bitch like a cow. I told you niggas don't play. So, of course, that went viral and a lot of people were dragging him, you know, for once again using Megan for, you know, clout and to go viral. And then, of course, you had the guys who were slut shaming her and saying she's a whore and she fucked Torian, the baby and all this stuff. So uh-huh. then um, over the weekend, Megan was performing at the iHeartRadio. Uh, it was her iHeartRadio performance. And so on stage, uh, she went on to say this. Very that. So look, I don't know about y'all, but I love my body. I do what I want to with my body. When I want to with my body. When who I want to with my body. Cause it's who? My body. Okay. So y'all just heard what she had to say. Well, now today. She's responding to that. So once again, she's upset. So this is what Megan had to say. She says, I feel like a lot of these blogs don't post me until it's something they know a majority of their audience can dogpile on me for a can dogpile on me for associated with some kind of negative narrative. Because why is it the way I start my performance to body damn near every show news now? Then she says, I really don't care about being posted at all. But why is it that all of a sudden, out of the one million positive things that I do and have done, it only seems like when something negative happens, that's news. Like positive Megan the Stallion content is there. LOL. Why ignore it? Then she says, y'all say ignore it. But when you constantly see people coming at your character, it gets frustrating no matter who you are. You know, um, and maybe I just don't see it, but I, I will say I do feel like Meg does get posted a lot for more than just the mess. It seems like a lot of times when she's got brand deals, stuff like that, they post her. I don't know about recently because I haven't been keeping up, but well, I have been. We did uh, real quick. We posted her because she's starting a new mental health thing for. Oh, yep. That's right. That's female. right. It's called yep. like, you know, bad bitches have problems too or something like that. Right. So I feel like she does get a fair uh, share. I feel like as far as the media goes, I feel like a lot of people do go, you know, obviously there's probably a few exceptions, but for the most part, I feel like a lot of people are supportive of Meg. Um, But I have seen Meg in concert before and she does give very much that, that what she was saying Mm -hmm. in in that clip that when I saw her back in May, she did kind of the same thing. So when she's saying, I do this all the time, that with my experience, she was given that before all that. But um, I, I'm with that. First of all, the baby got a lot of nerve trying to insinuate anybody's a hoe. Like, don't he run around, fuck everybody, and kick his baby mama out on live and just doing all kind of fuck shit? Who is he to be dogging anybody about them, you know, fucking her? It's almost like he's just doing that for clout and attention because ain't nobody checking for him. Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's so funny how, like, when it comes to women and their body counts and who they sleep with, they're the whore. But excuse me, sir, you were sleeping with her, too. So what does that make you? It, yeah, it, just, when, it just never made sense to me. And wasn't, um, now I don't know the, the timelines and all this stuff or whatever, but wasn't him and Moneybag cool? Because I remember there was like an instance where Meg was, 
twerking in a show with the baby, and the baby was like, um, he was saying, oh, I would never disrespect Moneybag like that. And then when he did the uh, uh, Said Something remix, the baby said something about, oh, I thought that was your wifey. I'm fucking her. You know the way that they be talking shit. So I'm wondering the whole time if he was want if, if he fucked her then, he was wanting to fuck her back then too. So that goes to show right there, he's he's the hoe. <laughs> he ain't loyal. These hoes no. ain't loyal. Hell no, these guys would be the worst ones sitting there with their friends steadily checking out their girl and stuff like that, talking all kind of shit, trying to get them to break up with their, oh, she's this, she's that, just so they can, you know, creep in. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Like a damn snake. <laughs> <laughs> the baby ain't shit. I'm telling you, he is just a textbook definition of someone who ain't shit. I can't stand a baby. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are over him, especially the way like it's just very hypocritical. Like one moment he wants to be woke. Then the next moment, he, you know, he's a shooter. Then the next moment he's messing with Meg. It's just it's a bit much. And then the disrespect, you know, that he's shown to Danny, Danny's brother. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, I have kids together. So, yeah, I, I just I didn't get the point of him putting it in a song. But OK, so even if she did have sex with you. What do you want us to do with this information, sir? Yeah, who cares? I, I don't care. I don't care who she sleeps with. Just like I don't care who he sleeps with. You know, so again, to me, this was just for clout. And this was just to go viral and, you know, for people to use as a aha moment. But, okay, so even if she slept with the baby the day before the Tory Lane situation, that has what to do with the tea. What, that has what to do with the price of tea in China. At the end of the day, Tory still has to go to court for this shooting. Yeah, and it seems that part, okay, if you want to say you fuck Megan, okay, nobody cares. You was either with uh, your the one baby mama or the other baby mama during that time, because he's always off and on with them. I hardly, I, I cannot believe that he was not at least with either Danny or Mimi, one of them. So he was doing some fuck shit. But also, yeah, adding a toy, that just seems like irrelevant information. It almost seems like he was doing that to kind of put an attack on her to try to make Tori look better because he felt a way you know, about all this stuff that went on when he got canceled or Megan feeling away about Tori, you know, working with him. Mm -hmm. it, it just seemed, it seemed very calculated. No, it definitely did. But I agree with you with what you said at the beginning that, you know, the blogs tend to definitely show Megan more favor than negativity. So I think sometimes she focuses too much on the negativity and she lets like the few, you know, people who are saying bad things about her or who are tweeting her get at her. Meanwhile, there's thousands of people like, oh, my God, I love Megan and body, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? It's like focus yeah. on the positive people and stop crying every other day about, you know, the blogs and the negativity, because like you said, she gets way more favor on the blogs than not. Oh, absolutely. I always see positive stuff about her. Like you said, you had posted something. A lot of people love Meg. They love her personality. Back to when we were talking about body types and stuff, you know, Meg got a bad body. She's a tall girl, though, so people can relate to her. Mm -hmm. um, and people do. They love her. Like I said, when I went to go see her, 
the show got canceled and then came, people waited out in the rain for hours, left the venue. And then when it got, you know, announced that they were redoing it, we all drove back. Like a lot I of people showed up and yeah, mm -hmm. they showed up and showed out for her. So she does have a lot of love. I know it's probably got to be difficult whenever you get hate, you know, always trying to stay positive and I'm sure yeah. it does eventually get to you, but like you said, she gets a lot more love, I think, than hate. But may I don't know. Maybe I'm. I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I think she just, you know, just let this die out. You know, he got his little quick fifteen seconds of fame because it wasn't even fifteen minutes. Because literally, nobody's. I don't hear the song anyway. Yeah, I, I, I thought. I thought the song sucked, anyways. And I'm not gonna hate because the baby does have some songs that I like. But mm -hmm. that song in particular, I, I listened to it and I was like, okay. I mean, I, I would never listen to it again. It's just not a good song to me. I mean, I'm not a critic or any a music professional critic or whatever, but it just ain't something I hear bopping in the club, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, she doesn't owe anybody an apology or an explanation. These guys don't apologize for slinging their peen everywhere and, you know, smashing two best friends and creating all types of baby mamas and shit like that. So mm -hmm. why should she apologize? Even if she slept with him, who cares? You have Nick Cannon out here creating single family homes every other day. He's not out here apologizing. <laughs> that part. No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, well, speaking of Nick Cannon, that's a perfect segue here. Okay? <laughs> so Nick Cannon was trending all over Twitter today, child. I was taking screenshots. They are currently dragging Nick Cannon and his baby's mothers. I guess all is not, you know, all is not pleasant in the haram. I guess a lot of things are happening. And, you know, um, the single the 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 single motherhood is getting to some of these moms. So there's a woman named April. She's verified on Twitter as the reign of April. She's replying back to somebody. Somebody says, wait, they're struggling. I haven't kept up with his mess, but I would have assumed that they were all in some type of first class compound. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same damn thing. <laughs> he said he thought they'd be in some type of first class compound with all of the amenities. Yikes. So that's what that person, Kevin Michaels, Kevin Matthews said. So April replies back and she says the exact opposite. One was complaining that she's been up 72 hours straight, got pissed when someone suggested that Nick get her a night nurse. Another was back at work less than a month after delivery. There's single moms and then there's Nick Cannon's single moms. Okay, this person says everybody with sense knew that Nick Cannon was doing the unsustainable and incredibly, and it's incredibly unfair to those kids. Only nignogs who parent their kids through FaceTime were making excuses for his behavior. Facts. Okay, so this is what happened. Basically, Bria Tai it was on Taisi TC. I don't know, girl. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know which one this is. I mean, I've heard of the story, but yeah, he's the one who looks Asian ish. Okay, okay so it's not the newest. No, she had his, I think, the ninth baby. She had this baby in January. Oh, Jesus so Christ. Basically, what happened is that she shared a video on Instagram revealing that she hadn't slept in like three days because her two-month-old son had been screaming his little head off. A fan suggested to her, how about you hire a, a, you know, a night nurse to help out? And basically, she went off. So let me show y'all this. It's like it escalated so fast. It's like, bruh, 
Why She's just giving you some friendly advice. Like, why do you put your business out there and then get mad when someone gives you their opinion? If you don't want their opinion, don't put your fucking business out there. That's exactly. just common sense. So, um, so the person says, can you get a night nurse to help you? Having a baby takes a damn village. So then Brie replies back and she says, LOL, yeah, sure. You want to pay for it? And so the person replies back like, uh, tell Nick. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> tell Nick's ass. <laughs> tell Nick. And then she says, yeah, okay. I don't need your unsolicited advice. Thanks. And you have, and you have some fucking nerve. And then she adds the girl and says, at Extend Sunless, since you have so much advice, my Venmo is my name. Anyone else looking for baby advice, here's your gal. So now you're putting up your Venmo account and you're like going off on people. Then she goes on to say this. She's still ranting now. Keep my parenting, my kid, and my baby daddy name out your mouth. Nick is not your Nick is not my sugar daddy. Nick is my fucking child's father. That is all. Watch your fucking mouth when you speak on mine. Someone hit a nerve with her. (laughs) Where there's smoke, there's fire. And he is is your your baby daddy. And a lot of people are going to give her parenting advice because I just, there's no way. I don't even know how many kids he's got now. What, 10? Yeah, he got like two more on the way. He's got either 11 or 12 by the end of the year, Chad. I can't keep up. How could she expect for people not to think that he's her sugar daddy? Why else would anybody want to put themselves in that situation? I I couldn't think of any other reason why you would allow to be the seventh, eighth baby mama, knowing that the dad's not going to be in the household for any other reason than money and feeling like, okay, I'm going to be comfortable. I'm going to be taken care of. Exactly. And like we say in the South, a hit dog will holla. And she's definitely yelping. Okay. She's yelling, yapping, growling, and barking because she still went on to say this. She then goes on to say, LOL, here we go again. So no one was venting. I took nothing left. I was talking about how I hadn't slept because my baby is teething early and that a family member came to visit and spilled my milk all over my couch. Put my ember up. Hold on put my ember up in the microwave, which is electronic, and that it was only 9 a.m. to then have someone say Nick should pay for a night nurse. Not sure how anything I was saying had to do with needing a night nurse or Nick at all. Funny how y'all only take me popping off, but not the actual story. If you showed the full thing, you would see her message was unwarranted, and I was laughing at at what had occurred, regardless of working, I want every minute with my son. Why would I have someone else do it? All I was sharing was a hard moment as a mom, being honest. Where after not, where after not sleeping and working, it was just one more thing after the other, and was making fun. No one was complaining, and no one was talking about Nick. This person deciding to bring him up and add a money face, and and loop Nick into it. She took it there just like everyone else does. I hear it all day and all the thousands of other nasty comments. I'm fucking over it. Girl, shut the fuck up. If you're over uh-huh. it, how about you get your ass off of social media and stop posting the struggles with your child? Because you're sitting here looking for attention and sympathy and you're mad because you're not getting it. Okay, you decide to join this haram of women who have all these kids with this man who is one person. 
The problem is she's salty right now because, see, she thought it was going to be something different. She thought her child was going to be more special than the other children. And somehow Nick would be in the household to help. See, if you got with somebody who didn't have three kids in one year, okay, he'd be there. So that way you could sleep. You wouldn't have to lose three days of sleep because the father would be in the household helping you to raise that child. But see, you thought this was cute, so you made your bed, sis. Now you got to lie in it, and we're going to keep giving you unwarranted advice so that we can warn other young girls not to follow in your stupid-ass footsteps, okay? How about that? Exactly. And then, like I said, what else would she expect for people to think? And I understand not wanting, like, a night nurse, but had the dad. It, it's easier to hand your baby over when they're not feeling well to the other parent and go mm -hmm. get some rest than it is some stranger. So that, once again, like you said, that's a, a, a bowl of shit she put herself in and then wants to cry and whine on social media. She wasn't laughing. She wasn't making a joke out of it. She was complaining. Going 72 hours without sleep when you got a baby that's teething or colicky or whatever, that is difficult. That is very hard. I don't know how you can make a fucking joke out of that. I've been there before. When you're 72 hours sleep deprived, you're damn near on the brink of insanity. Like you said, mm -hmm. she needs to get up off fucking social media because she's making herself look like a damn fool. No, she really is. And they were dragging her and Nick. So here are some other tweets from Twitter that I found. Um, Bella Goff says, saying Nick Cannon isn't my sugar daddy in response to people asking why Nick doesn't do more for his children as your baby daddy is very cringe. Like, what is the correlation? Your child's father is a multimillionaire. Mm. Exactly. That Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane that she's that upset. Um, another person, Miss Glock, says, why does Nick Cannon's baby's mother think having him pay for things for their child puts him in the sugar daddy category? He should absolutely be paying for a night nurse if he can't be there. Being up, being up constantly with a baby crying can literally drive any person crazy. Uh-huh, it can. Yeah, see, that's the problem. These people think, you know, these women thought it was sweet. And she obviously doesn't have like the help that she needs. You know, she has family coming in when they can, but it's not her family's responsibility to help, you know, help her with this baby. It's the That's guy. The dad. Her up. Right. He and he talked that. all that shit. He talked all that shit about, you know, on that breakfast club interview when he was talking about, oh, time management, time management. I'm going to be there for everything and blah, 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 this and blah, blah, all that bullshit. But you got a baby that's going through something, which I know it's common to have babies that are teething or crying and stuff like that. But clearly one of your baby mamas, <clears throat> excuse me, one of your baby mamas needs help. And you're not there because you don't have the time. It's just impossible for this many people with kids and uh, baby mamas and all that. Like I said, I lost count. But th there's no way that it's going to be happy-go-lucky Brady Bunch. That's just, a, it's too many people. It's too many different personalities. Like you said, she might have been thinking that it was going to be different, that she was special, her kids were special. Clearly, he don't want to be in a relationship. He just wants to continue making, you know, broken households. It's hard to do this shit when there's two parents in the household, let alone just one. I don't care how much money you got. There's exactly. way more that goes to parenting because that's how you bond with your kid when they're sick. Those tireless nights of you being up, taking care of them. That's why there's so many people out there that, you know, are kids of billionaires that grow up having, you know, strained relationships with their parents or have mommy or daddy issues because their parents weren't there. It was nannies taking care of them. It was night nurses taking care of them. That's how you bond with your kid. And he's not there to help console his crying baby because he's got too many other kids he has to take care of. And he's got too much work he has to do to pay for all the damn kids. Right. And, you know, it's sad because, again, there were some people on social media saying, oh, it doesn't matter. He got money. He's rich. 
Once again, this is proof that having money, that doesn't mean anything. The money in the bank cannot rock a, a, a child to sleep, cannot soothe a crying child. Having money in the bank does not teach a child responsibility, integrity, ethics, morals, and things like that. So that is such a silly thing. I, I really feel like at this point, you know, these women were all silly. Basically, Nick Cannon tricked all of these women into not putting him on child support under the delusions of we're building a, a village. It takes an entire uh -huh. village, you know? And again, if all these women were so cool and, and everybody is in this big, loving, so-called family, why are each woman shocked every time he announces another pregnancy? Because remember that the dark-skinned model he was with, uh, Jessica, the one um, that couldn't get pregnant by him, she kept having miscarriages or whatever, Jessica White. Remember, uh -huh. she kept saying she was hurt when she found out that Nick had another baby on the way. But like I said, what were you hurt about if y'all was all in this happy, lovey-dovey, you know, open relationship? There should be no hurt feelings if everybody knows what time it is. But it seems like that's not really what it is. This is just a guy who's just basically knocking up people and not being held financially responsible because he's like, oh, you know, we're all going to raise the kids together. And it doesn't look like that's what's happening. Yeah, and I think it struck a nerve with her because maybe she did ask for a little bit of help and he couldn't give it to her financially. Yeah. Maybe that's what set her off. And, you know, another thing with uh, the, the kids, I don't know how many are boys or how many are girls, but there's certain things having two parents in the household really uh, attribute to their raising. You know, those I'm worried. I'm not saying this is going to happen. And I'm not trying to wish this on any of those kids because they're all innocent. But the boys need a father in the household. Teach them how to be a man. You know, when you got little boys, they take the same interests as their dads. If their dads are into sports, music, stuff like that, it helps develop their personality. They see how their dads handle situations, how they treat their mom, gives them examples of how you know, they should be as they grow up. Same thing with daughters. They see how their dad treats their mom, the type of man they look for. They, mm -hmm. None of these kids have that. They might have money. It sounds like they might not, but let's just say they do. Even with all that money, there's still something missing. And I feel really bad for all these kids. And the fact that they keep trying to justify it and get mad when anybody says something about it is just bullshit. This, this type of shit never tends to work out whenever there's these open relationships, sister wives, whatever. I've never seen anything like this tend to work out. Yeah, I think it's just a bunch of delusional people you know, who think that it can eventually work out, but feelings, jealousy, animosity, all of those are natural human traits. And they're eventually going to creep up into these type of relationships. And then especially when you, you're going to, as these kids get older, people are going to start comparing these babies. And that's the uh -huh. messed up part. They're going to be comparing their looks, who's cuter, who has what features. And, and that's the part that's really sad. And now he has this chocolate baby with this dark skin model and all the other siblings are racially ambiguous. So who knows what that dark skinned child's going to go through in the future. I just think the whole thing's a mess. It just yeah. really is. And what are they going to do if as he gets older, he changes his mind? And he's like, you know what? I didn't want to get married before, but now I do. And then he ends up getting married to someone and having a kid with them. Just that. that that's all hell's going to break loose. <laughs> you couldn't tell me they ain't going to feel away one day when he decides to get remarried. I'm sure he will. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. But I, I feel away. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's going to keep having kids. I, at this point, he might as well just keep going. He might as well have 30 kids by 30 different women at this point. Why stop now? I don't know what his net worth is, but I just, I, I don't know how, having a kid is expensive. <laughs> Even when yeah. you're not rich. Yeah, it is. And, and like I said, it's more than just having money. Money's nice. You know, money's a good thing, right? Because it just makes things a little bit easier. But that's just, that's not what it takes to raise a child. 
Right, exactly. There's a lot more that goes into it besides just money. Now, money helps. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it makes a difference, but there's a lot more to it than, than just money, like you said. Exactly. So now before we leave, I want to also touch on this story. Um, Coco Austin, child. Oh, God. He's uh, baby mama, I guess. I don't think they're married. Maybe they are married. I don't know, child. But once again, she decides to go to the internet seeking attention and she decides to bathe her child in the sink. I'm going to mute this. But um, you see little Ice-T because that is Ice-T's <laughs> child. Yeah, I see she looks just like him. She looks just like him. Um, Coco claims that she needs to curl her hair and bathe her child in the sink because it's just, it's a lot quicker that way. How? That's what I don't understand. It probably took more work to fill up the sink, set up the iPad, and sit her in there, and then curl your hair, as opposed to just telling her just jump in the shower. The thing that's really bothersome with Coco is that she does all this stuff for attention. This little girl's in the sink with, you know, clearly no clothes on, and you're posting yeah. this on the internet for a bunch of pervs and whoever else to look at your child. But the thing is, this girl is six years old, not six months old. That's Nobody, what I was just about to say. This ain't anybody, a baby. Right. I don't know anybody who washes their child in the sink past the age of one. And mostly when you wash your kid in like a kitchen sink, they're usually in their own little bathtub. Like usually have a baby right. bathtub in there and then you set your kid in the sink. Um, but once they get to a certain age, even like a one-year-old will try and crawl out the sink because they're like, they don't like it. It's too small. <laughs> you know what I mean? They want to be in yeah. the big bathtub. And that the has to be a big-ass sink. Yeah, it, it's one of those big farmhouse sinks, honey. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's definitely a big sink for her to be able to fit in there, but it just shows it's like it just doesn't make sense the stuff she does. So she'll do this, she'll go viral, people will clown her, and then she'll come back in a day or two playing victim. So now she's going off on social media and trying to defend herself. So this is what Coco had to say. Wow, just wow. Here we go again. Giving my little girl a bath in the sink went viral. Shake my head. People, you gotta know by now, I'm an unconventional mother. I do what works and is easier on me. Some may not, some may want to take some pointers rather than rag on me. Oh, bye. Coco's another one who needs a tall glass to shut the fuck up. <laughs> she really does. A big one. Um, I, one, I, I guess I'm just not familiar with those. I got a six-year-old, and there ain't no way in hell. We got a pretty big sink, but I couldn't. there's no way I could sit him in that big sink. Plus, you know, a lot of sinks, I'm sure they're rich, so they got a bunch of different kinds, but they got garbage disposals and all kind of shit in there, so it's really just not safe. But I think the issue, too, is a lot of stuff that she does with her child is the age like you said, even with the breastfeeding, she had that baby sucking on her titty when she was, what, four or five? And she, hell, she yes, still could still. be doing it. Yes, she's still sucking on her titty. Remember, this was just this past summer. She came out and said that she still breastfeeds her. And she's not even producing any milk. So that's, that's fucking weird. She doesn't that is so milk. weird. So she's not getting any type of nutrients. She's literally just sucking on her mom's boob. And she says that the daughter does it for comfort. No, 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 no. That is not comfort for Chanel. That is comfort for Coco. That is Coco's comfort, not Chanel's. Yeah, she might want to go ahead and even, which every kid's different, but she might want to go ahead and just give her a pacifier, you know, kind of wean her off. But like you said, that's more of a Coco thing. That's weird as shit. I know it gives very much Game of Thrones, Lisa Aaron. It's odd. <laughs> it's very odd. Oh at six God. years yes, old. The little prince from Game of Thrones, how she was breastfeeding her son at like 10. 
Yes, and you remember even in the movie, which I know this is all fake, but even them people in that damn movie, and this is medieval times, are like, what the fuck is this crazy bitch doing? This is modern day. The little girl gets acrylic nails. She gets acrylic nails, but she's still on her mama's titty. And like you said, that is not the little girl. That is the mom, and that is weird. And she posts this shit online for attention and then gets mad when people critique her. There's a, I know a lot of unconventional parents that don't do weird shit like this. This is just weird. There's no other way around it. No, I definitely agree. And what doesn't make sense, like you said, she gets her nails done. She wears kitten heels. She was teaching her grandmother, you know what I'm saying, how to twerk at one point in time. So it's oh like God. she does all of this stuff. But then in the same breath, Coco wants to act like her daughter is like so, you know, like she's a kid. I think at this point, Coco needs another baby. I was about to say the same thing. Let Chanel grow up. Coco just needs another baby because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's really, it's very concerning and troubling. And uh, there's a lot of really sick people on the internet. So for her to be constantly posting this little girl sucking on her titty in a bathtub, which I know nothing was showing, but still, it's, she's just at this point way too old to be exploited. I feel like she's exploiting her for attention. Yeah, but that is such a funny comparison when you compared that to Lisa Aaron and um, <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Because, yeah, I mean, it, how long is she going to breastfeed? Because that was crazy in Game of Thrones when I first saw that. And she was like, what would she say? Like, you know, come here and let mother feed you. And he walked right on up to her. She pulled out the boob and he just got the suck. And I said, well, damn, that's a big ass kid. Like he's nine or ten. But what the hell is this? Yeah, it's crazy as hell. Most people were like, what? Like I said, even in medieval times, they thought that shit was weird. Let alone now in 2022. (laughs) And you got Instagram and social media. Exactly. So that whole situation's a mess. But again, she always loves to play victim and get upset. And, you know, she has no idea why people are dragging her. And she's unconventional. Like you said, there's a lot of unconventional parents. And if you want to be unconventional, that's your business. But when she posts on the Internet, guess what? You're looking for attention and you're going to get that attention, be it good or bad. People are going to give you their opinions, whether it's solicited or unsolicited. That is how the Internet works. So if you don't want people giving opinions of you bathing your six year old in a farmhouse sink, how about you don't post her? I'm sure she'll she'll have uh, some more crazy shit that she does coming down the pipeline. Who knows what's next? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. But on that note, we have reached our hour. This has been a really dope conversation. Emily, I really appreciate you coming on here and chopping it up with me. Um, no problem. Combo. Yes, thanks for having me. <laughs> Definitely. So on that note, Tea Sippers, thank you guys so much for joining in once again to Tea Time Unfiltered. We will talk to you guys later. Have a good evening. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.